Welcome to the Good Body Podcast. This is Michelle Newman, and here we talk about everything body image, mindset, and nutrition. The true path to overall health is through those three things. Let's dive in. Today, I'm going to talk about four different things to avoid when dieting. After being in this industry for about a decade, I've been able to not only learn multiple textbooks worth of information and page after page of studies, I've also gained an insane amount of perspective, and I'm sure that I'll continue to do so. But with the experience that I have, I want to share some guidance when it comes to approaching your health and making it sustainable. I remember one of my nutrition mentors, Jason Phillips, mentioned that you'll start to see the diet cycle happen when you're in the industry long enough. And what that means is that you can take the handful of diets and they cycle through them. And it happens roughly about every eight years. Before keto is keto, it was known as the Atkins diet. So here are my four things to look for when you approach dieting. Avoid anything that feels super extreme. Most of the time, big promises in a short amount of time are too good to be true. Losing X amount of pounds in six weeks or dropping five inches before your next event. If it's too good to be true, that's because it is. And I know that people do this and they lose weight and they may show up to that event and look however it is they want to look. But what happens after the event? There's nothing that tells you what's going to happen after the six weeks or the 21 days. What happens to the weight after a stint of being focused on dieting? This is why lifestyle matters over diet, because it's sustainable. I could care less how much weight a person can lose in 12 weeks, but what happens after that? Are they able to sustain the weight loss? Was the weight loss done in a healthy matter? It requires lots and lots of patience. Instead of normalizing and praising the quick change, let's celebrate the people that made the change over a year span and choose to do the stuff that isn't very sexy and probably is really small and very, very boring. We can normalize that. The second thing to avoid when dieting is something that has lots and lots of rules. Humans love rules. This is something I've noticed a lot in human behavior. When we adhere to rules, we feel like we have something to blame it on when things don't go how we want. We also love being able to dump our internal voice because sometimes it's hard to hear. And trusting another person to tell us what we should and shouldn't do is easier. We love outsourcing that. And it's an easy thing as a human to do. What happens with that is that when you are having a person, they probably don't know about the intricacies of your life. And they're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. I don't give out meal plans for this reason. There is no one-size-fit-all answer that is going to cure everyone. And if there was, everyone would be fit and healthy and feel great about themselves. Look at your own health prescription as unique to you. What is going to work for your life and what is going to be sustainable for you, not your neighbor or your best friend or somebody on social media? The third tip to avoid when dieting is hardlining. I have two pretty firm rules that I set for myself with my diet, and I try my best to adhere to them. Old me would look at those rules and say something crazy like, I'll never do those things again. I don't ever plan to eat those things ever, ever again. But black and white thinking can get us into huge trouble. And I value living my life and having unexpected times when I'm out with family or doing something and eating something that I typically wouldn't eat. And sometimes I break my own rules, but most of the time I keep them. And if you see a nutritionist and they tell you not to have sugar for 30 days and all you're wanting is sugar, there isn't something wrong with you. There's something wrong with the plan. 
And if you were told that you have to eat a certain quality of foods, and that's not what your family eats, so you feel like a failure as a client and mother, there isn't anything wrong with you. That plan doesn't work for you. There will always be a gray area, and we can find abundant health within the gray area. The last tip that I have is to avoid looking for quick results. This one can be tough because we're sold on the idea that change should happen quickly. But most change doesn't work that way. I look at my kids day to day and nothing really changes for them. But in a year's time, it feels like everything is so different. Throw the idea out the window that change is meant to be short and quick. If it was a quick change, then the chances of the results sticking around long term are very low. This is the reality, and I think that it's one reason that women struggle so much because a lot of times it can feel like these changes aren't amounting up to anything. The little changes like bedtime 20 minutes earlier or saying no to mindlessly snacking on the couch a couple times a week. As a coach, I look at these tiny changes, and over time, the difference is mind-blowing. Small isn't just big. Small can be huge. So there are your four tips to avoid with dieting. Find something that works for your body, for your lifestyle, and that will help you long-term instead of leave you in a worse spot. Have an awesome week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it and you'd like more, go to goodbodypodcast.com and sign up for a free training to help you get started on your way to an all-around healthier version of yourself. And you will hear from me next week.